I gotta tell you, you guys, you guys don't get a chance to see this, but we are literally jamming to that song when that song is being played in here. You're jamming to it. I'm moving only to keep the blood flowing. Because at say, my age, that's what's important. It's not really blood dancing, flower. right? Yeah, it's blood, blood flowing. Especially as cold as it is outside. Yeah, that's it right. It's cold. Right, when I leave and drive home tonight in the truck, right, hopefully the truck has the heater going, right? And I'm not calling Bonnie from the side saying, hey, listen, the, the frozen carcass is over here in the road, right? <laughs> it has a big carcass, too. That's, you got them right. right? <laughs> uh, so today's topic, actually, for this podcast is the Major League Baseball Hall of Fame. It's a sport both you and I love. Oh, yeah. And I think we'll have definitely difference of opinions on who's getting into the Hall of Fame, who should be in, who should be out. And, and I have a critical Philly question in this segment on the Hall of Fame. You do. I do have a, a critical right. question on that. So where do you, where do you want to start? Okay. Well, we could start with the people that are up for nominations. How about we start with people that are already in? You want to start with the people? Or, so the or veterans the, committee. Well, you, we could do the veterans committee, or how about the guys who are coming up? You know, for second, third, oh, second, fourth, in I some agree. cases, sixth and seventh time. All right. So little news first, then we'll get into it. Uh, Harold Baines and Lee Smith already are in. As players, the Veterans Committee has already stated that. So it doesn't matter what we think, right? right. Harold Baines right. and Lee Smith are already in. Right. So we're not going to probably discuss that much. But, right? but let me let me ask you now. I, I'm just going to digress here, right? Harold Baines made it in, okay? Great okay. hitter. Harold could hit. Yeah, played for the O's, the White Sox, the A's. Uh, I believe did he, he played did for the play Oakland A's, yeah. If Harold Baines made it in, right. <clears throat> where is Dick Allen? Where is Richie Allen? Right? That, that's the Philly question? That's the Philly question. If Harold Baines made it in, where is Dick Allen? I'm gonna need I'm gonna need statistics. Okay, you can look it up. Dick Allen in right. his day right. could play with anybody. But anybody. was his day a prolonged day or a like he had a two to three year? Oh run? no, 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 no. He he was a great ball player for the Phillies. The Philly fans ran him out of town. He went to, I believe the St. Louis Cardinals from the Phillies to the Cardinals. Okay. He either won the MVP of the league or uh, he won, you know, the home run crown. We'll have to look it up. Are you leading but, the push for Dick Allen for the Veterans already, Committee? He, 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 the Veterans Committee went by him. He should be in the Hall of Fame. He should have been in the Hall of Fame without the Veterans Committee, right? This is going to be fun because you're, you're, you're really passionate I'm about I'm passionate this. about it. Dick Allen, when, when he was – playing when he right. was focused he, he was best ball player in baseball best ball player in baseball all right at that time at that time i was about to say i, I i'm pretty sure you would agree oh. that the best player of all time is willie mays well that's true is okay. that true that is true okay that's true all right. right and and i have to say the one that probably had the last thing impre- again philly philly centric no i got you right mike schmidt right uh, uh, Some would say he's the best from, third baseman oh anybody could go from third base to shortstop not miss a beat right as big as he was, and again, drove in a lot of runs. Uh, you putting Machado in the same class as Schmidt? Actually, if Machado had the desire and drive Schmidt at, even right. better than than Schmidt. That's impressive. Th- yeah, I think he, it's the first time you've actually given Machado any props. His talent is very good. Uh, unbelievable talent. It's between the left ear and the right ear. That's where the problem is. 
All right, All right. Let's let's go over the guys that have been up for the Hall of Fame before and haven't gotten in. All right, we're gonna start with the one that everybody believes is a shoe in. That's Edgar Martinez, who all I ever knew of Edgar Martinez was DH hitter. Well, if you go on the theory that the DH hitter is a legitimate baseball player, and you have to because that's you know DH is in the American League. But if you say, hey, that's a legitimate baseball player, Edgar Martinez would have to get serious consideration. Well, if Harold Baines got in. In the yes. Veterans Committee, yes. he was a DH player. I don't remember any games uh, with Harold played, Baines where he played in the field. I thought he played the outfield a little bit, but I, you're right. I, I agree you with you. You have to put Edgar Martinez in. Edgar Martinez would have to be in. Yeah, and he played in some killer lineups out in Seattle with Griffey and Buner and Boone oh, yeah. oh, and yeah. Alex Rodriguez. And, and he was a good ball player. He, I think he had uh, six or seven years where he had 300. Yeah, no, he's he's legit. His, uh, his career batting average is 312. Right. Yeah, so, that's a legit. Yeah, and he had 309 home runs. All right, so uh, Mike Mussina, he's up for he's up on the ballot for the sixth time. Um, but Mussina's an interesting character only because his one loss record isn't as good as some other pitchers. Right. However, you have to look at the teams he played on with the Orioles, and you have to look at he probably was as dominant a pitcher during that era for a guy that wasn't really big and didn't have an overpowering fastball. So I would say he's – some of the guys who have gotten in who have been pitchers, right, Right. he definitely should be there. In fact, I'd probably put him in front of Clements. I mean, Clements played with some really bad teams and he played with some really good teams. So they're an interesting case, right? Clemens has been tainted by the steroids. He's on here for the seventh year. Okay. Okay, if you look just at their statistics – Mucina had 270 wins, mm-hmm. had an ERA of 3.68. Mm-hmm. Clemens had 354 wins and an ERA of 3.12. Similar, right? Very similar. Very similar. Nick Roger did it for a lot longer and had a lot more wins, but ERA-wise, they're very similar cases. But, but also look at the teams that Roger played for. He played for Houston. He played for uh, the Yankees. And he played for the Red Sox. And he played for the Red Sox. Look at the teams that Mucina played for. He played for the Orioles. When they probably weren't great, they were good, a, a very good team, but not a great team. And I think when he first came up, they weren't even that. And then he went to the Yankees. Okay, yeah, at, at that point, the Yankees were a pretty good ball club. So, again, I think you have to put it into perspective of the teams that Clemens played for versus Messina. All right. Then you got Barry Bonds, who probably has – are you chewing crackers? Uh, no. Chewing ice? Yes. All right. Probably don't want to do that. Uh, Barry Bonds. Wait, people know I'm still kicking. Still kicking. Barry Bonds, uh, seventh year on the on the uh, ballot, and he's getting tainted purely because of the steroids. Because if you look at if you look at him before he did the steroids, Barry Bonds is a great player. Yeah, 40, 40, 40 home runs, forty steals, and, yeah. and could really play the outfield. I mean, he Agreed. was a really good outfitter and could Very run. Good outfitter. Now, once You're talking he, about the Pittsburgh years, yeah. Now, okay. once he yeah. started doing the roids and stuff, his ability to play in the field. Kind of went way down. Now, those, that's all hypothetical, by the way. He never failed a drug test. I uh, understand he never failed a drug test. Okay. Did you see the man? He, he went from a elite, lean, uh, very good, in-shape athlete to, okay, he looks like me now, right, who can barely walk. I got two bad knees. If I swung the bat 
and the ball actually hit the bat, yeah, it'd probably go somewhere only because of all this excess weight. Um, right. Well, he was he was more muscular, but okay, we'll get right. back to Barry in a second because I think a couple of these guys are going to be tainted. But just to run off a couple more names, Kurt Schilling's on there again, Omar Vizquel, Larry Walker, Fred McGriff, Manny Ramirez. You got Jeff Kent, Gary Sheffield, Billy Wagner, Scott Rowland, Sammy Sosa, and Andrew Jones. That's the list of guys that's on there for, like, this is their second or more years on the yeah, list. Some of, right? and some, and some of those guys, even though they were very good ball players, I, I, I don't think they should be in the Hall of Fame. I mean, you're talking about somebody who exceeded and was exceptional at their at their sport. Of that list that you just read, the the only guy that I would maybe give some thought to would be Larry Walker, because Larry Walker was a heck of an outfielder. Now I don't think he has the offensive statistics consistent over a number of years that would put him in the Hall of Fame. All right, so last year they put in Vladimir Guerrero, another great outfielder. Walker is not quite in Vlad's category. Okay. But the rest of those guys that are on that list, I'm not saying they're not great ball players, but they're not Hall of Fame ball players. So Larry Walker has the highest batting average of any of the returning guys coming back. Career right. batting average. Right. Right. Um, so I would definitely say he's he's probably one of them. Also a barometer for me, and I don't I don't know if you look at this, but if you remember the video games when way back, right? Oh, on yeah. the N sixty four and the Sega Genesis. Yeah. Who were the guys you were trying to go after to get on your team right. so that you could make like a, a killer right. all-star right. team? Right, right, Piazza, Griffey. Right. Larry Walker was on that list. Right. right? Larry could hit. Yeah. And Larry was a very good outfitter when he first came up. He, yeah. he, could, he had a great arm. So as but, I said, I don't know if his really good years are long enough to say, hey, you did it for a very long time, right. i.e. the guy who also isn't in the Hall of Fame that should probably be there, Dale Murphy. Or the Atlanta Braves. If you look at Murphy's career, he had a great career. He played on some terrible teams, but he had a great career. But uh, I don't know if I'd put Murphy up there. I'm not saying I would put him up there, but would I give him consideration over some of the guys that are on that list? Absolutely. Absolutely. So a list of guys that have multiple years of experience or multiple years on this list. I'm probably in the court of Larry Walker. Yep. I'm in the court of... Barry Bonds. I would agree. Bonds should be there. Whether he did steroids or not, he had a Hall of Fame Just career. based on his Pittsburgh years, he should yeah, be in the yeah, Hall of Fame. Absolutely. I agree. Right? Yep. 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 And I think it's it's crazy that the guy who has the most home runs in the history of MLB, tainted or not, right, right, is not in the Hall of Fame. Well, now you're back to Pete Rose. Well, Pete Rose should be there. He should absolutely be there right. as well. Now, now, now he's not Pete, on his list, but... Right. Now, Pete, uh, well, I'll never be on the list because the sports writers are never going to do that. They they just they have a disdain for Pete Rose, right? They hate him more than they, you know, can objectively look at his career right. and look at what he did for baseball. And maybe as an individual person, mm -hmm. you're not bringing him home for dinner, okay? I agree. But baseball-wise, he's as good as anybody that played the game. Yes, and got got he has the most hits ever out of his talent than, than any player, any player I can yep. think of. So you're with me, Larry Walker and Barry Bonds, only ones on those lists on that list that should make it. Uh, uh, and Musina, I, I would give Musina a, a really hard look, and if he got in, I I would say okay. All right, so not Edgar Martinez. 
No, Edgar, we, well, we talked about that before. Edgar yeah. should get in. But, like, Omar mm. Vizquel, great shortstop, not a Hall of Fame. I don't like the whole DH thing. I don't really know where I stand on it in terms of Hall of Fame because all you have to do is hit, right? But there's a lot of guys that started their career playing in the field and then in order to prolong their career went down the path of being a designated hitter. But, but so I'm kind of like, like Albert Pujols should eventually be in the Hall of Fame. Right. But he's going to spend the next three to four years being nothing but a designated hitter. Right, but but here again, you have to say, if that is part of Major League Baseball, they've deemed that position to be a Major League Baseball player. But only for half the league. Okay, but even for half the league, if it's a designated player, right, right and you're very good at it, and you're excellent at it, and you excel at that, why shouldn't you be considered that? Now, I, And I'm on your page. You can make the argument... Well, that's all you do. You don't play in the field. You don't throw. You don't, you know, well, you do run the bases. But, you know, you, you're only playing like half the game. But I do it better than anybody else. There's, I agree. There's a lot of guys on here that were, I'd say, famous back growing up. Fred McGriff, the crime dog. Great Andrew, ball player. Andrew Jones. Some considered the best center fielder at that time. Right? Defensively. Very, very good ball player. Caught everything. All, all right? good ball players. Scott Rowland, phenomenal third baseman. Yep. Right, not, not in uh, Schmidt's category, but a very good ball player. And Kurt Schilling won a very important World Series title for the Red Sox, broke a curse, right, and also won a title for the Diamondbacks. I mean, he he was in a lot of big games. Here's I the, don't look at him as a dominant picture pitcher, though. But but here's the here's the thing with Schilling. Okay, you could equate Schilling to Jack Morris of Detroit. You could equate Schilling to Mickey Lolich. Who also pitched for Detroit. Different era, but... How long ago did that guy play? I never even heard of that guy. You weren't on the planet then. What was it, like 1900? Your, your mom wasn't even in the picture. Okay, then, go ahead. Right? Yeah. Right, Mickey Lola. She pitched in the World Series for Detroit against St. Louis and Bob Gibson. What year? Uh, that'd be about 64, 65. Okay. I said you weren't on the planet. You weren't even thought of it. It's like over old. half a century ago. Right. Good. Yeah, well, that's what happens when you get old. You remember those guys. That's fair. But, but, all, but all I'm saying is Schilling's kind of in the Jack Morris uh, category, the, the Frank Viola category. He's probably a little bit better than Frank Viola. Right? Okay. Where they had really, really good years, and they and they won. They, they, they were winners. They won two World Series. And without them, their teams would not have been as successful. Okay. Now, you might make the argument with the Diamondbacks. I think Randy Johnson was there at the same time. Yeah, both of them were there. Right. Yeah. So, okay, we're in Boston. I think it was – was Pedro there? Was Pedro? Oh, yeah. Pedro was there. Okay, so – Pedro Martinez was, was there. They right. also had um, – And Pedro made Barnett. it. Didn't they have Barnett? Josh Barnett? Uh, or Beckett. Sorry, Beckett. Beckett. Josh Beckett. Beckett. So, so again, he was one of, of many good players. I think in the cases, he was the, the, the guy that pushed him over the top with his personality – with his just, you know, bulldog determination. So does that make him a Hall of Fame player? I, I don't know. All right. I, 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 I don't know. Would I, would I, again, compare him to Mussina? Mussina never played in the World Series, right? Incorrect. What World Series did he play? Oh, he played with the for, Yankees. Uh, yeah, yeah, he played for the Yankees. Played for the Yankees. Right. It's okay, man. You're getting old. You don't remember everything. Hey, that's happens. Yeah, I mean, you can't remember it all. I think there's a couple guys here too that that are sort of penalized for the talent that played at the same time of them. Who? Omar Omar Vizquel, great shortstop, and Jeff Kent. No, no, but those two guys, Omar Vizquel and Jeff Kent, were compared to different and better ball players. Jeff Kent 
wasn't as good as Roberto Alomar. Just wasn't. Defensively def- correct. Even offensively, he wasn't as oh, good as no, Roberto Ken Alomar. Could hit a ball, man. Ken could, Ken could hit a lot of home runs. Alomar floated with 400. <laughs> when right. he played for the O's, he floated with 400. He was a huge offensive. He was he was a huge key offensive player for the Toronto Blue Jays when they won the back-to-back World Series titles. But but Kent was a great offensive player. I think he played for the Mets. And, and the Giants. The Giants. He, he was a great offensive player. Defensively, I would agree that Al- Alomar was probably a little bit better defensively. But Jeff Kent was no slouch with the stick. And think about Vizquel, who he was going up against with at that time. You had Alex Rodriguez. You had Derek Jeter. You even had a older Kevin Jr. that had kind of already redefined that position in terms of what you needed from a shortstop. Big, athletic guys that could hit the ball. Vizquel was more like an Ozzie Smith in terms of really good defensively, really quick. He just couldn't hit like Ozzie Smith. Well, again, you're, you're talking about players that bring the five tools and exceed at the five tools. I agree. Omar Vizquel, great shortstop. Great defensive shortstop. Right. If, if we were just talking about your glove, he's in. Yeah, but just you didn't bring, have the bat. you got to bring everything to the party. I'd agree. All right, so moving to the first year, guys. Now, there's some guys on here that should be no doubters, in my opinion. I think there's at least at least one guy on this list that should get 100%. And, I, and again, no, I felt like... 100%. But see, here's the thing. I felt like Griffey should have gotten 100%. I would probably agree with you on that. Right, and there were three guys that voted just because they're like, well, everybody else is going to vote for Griffey. I'm not. Well, they're having right? a mental moment. What can we say? There's one dude on this list that should absolutely be 100%. Okay, who, who, who is that? Mariana Rivera, the closer for the, the Yankees. Rivera was the best best closer in all of baseball from 1999 to whenever he retired. He was just lights out. He should be 100%. I can't believe you're even hemming and hawing over this. Why why do you why are you even why are you even debating that this that he shouldn't be 100%? I I I I don't know. Maybe I look at Revere and I go, "Were you a dominant closer?" He had 652 saves. 652 saves. I I guess if we're going basically on stats, you'd say yes. Okay. And maybe he'll be the first one in at 100%. If he gets in at 100% after Griffey didn't, that's a crime. That is a crime. To Griffey. Right. Okay. He he also had 82 wins, by the way. 60 losses. 652 saves. Yeah. 60 losses, right? So, what is he blew like one out of every 10 saves? Yeah. Uh, but the, come wins, on, man. the wins came only because he came in, the scores tied, and they, they came back and they scored. I think there were a few games he started. Uh, maybe early in his career. No, there's no, – there's, uh, wait, who am I? Uh, yeah, he started 10 games. Yeah, early in his career. He started 10 games. Realized he wasn't the starter. We got to put you in the bullpen. Still, though, 602. He's got to go in 100%. Uh, what do you do about Roy Holiday? I'm not even going to debate you on the Rivera thing. I can't believe you don't think he should be 100%. I agree that it was a crime. Griffey wasn't there, but I'm not going to debate you okay, on that. So now Holiday, Moving to Halliday. Halliday gets the, okay, great pitcher. Okay. The doctor. The, the, he sustained greatness over a long period of time. For two teams. What, what was dominant over a long period of time. And he was dominant for a really crappy Blue Jays team for a long time. Correct. Correct. Uh I would probably say that he, if I'm putting Messina in, I'm putting Halliday in. Is he is he going in on the first ballot? I think this year is his first time this on the is, ballot. Is, we're, we're talking all first timers now. Yeah, okay. it's his first time on the ballot. Um, 
Yes, because I think I think in his time he was a dominant pitcher. I think he's uh, he got a no hitter in the playoffs. I think. Yep. Um, complete game no hitter. Um, I think he also threw a perfect game when he was with the Phillies. Um, yeah, I think I, that he's going to get in. He deserves to get in. Right. He was the he's like he was the Clayton Kershaw before Kershaw, right? He he does. And he, I think he was better because he did it longer. But I think he's going to get in. I also think he's going to get in because of the, um, the tragic events that led to his ultimate death. I think he's going to get some some votes just for that. I I agree. You'll get some sympathy votes, but I think you have to look at his actual career, what he did on paper, and you'd be you'd be hard pressed not to say he deserves to be there because he was a dominant pitcher, and he did it for a long time where he was dominant. When he went out, he could pitch. Now you could. You could get distracted by his last couple of years where he was hurt and he was trying to pitch through being hurt. But if you if you take those off the board right. and you look at the other, he was, he's your ace. Every time he goes out there, you know you're going to win. That's why he was called the doc. I'm sticking with just pitchers, by the way. I mean, there's there's a couple of offensive guys that are on here, which we'll get to. But, you know, we talked about Rivera. We've talked about Halliday. You still got Andy Pettit. No. Now is that just because you you don't like the Yankees? No, he also I, pitched I, for the Astros, by the way. Yeah, I know he did, and he was a very good pitcher. A good left-handed pitcher. A very good pitcher. He picked off a ton of guys on first base. A, a great pitcher, very good. He is not a Hall of Fame pitcher. He 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 had years where the team won. He pitched well, but the team won. So now I compare his pitching versus Halliday's pitching. Halliday could basically put you on your back. And he's going to win the game. They put the team on his back. Right. All right. Carry the team to win. Couldn't quite do that. He had some great years. Right. Outstanding years. But he's also playing on some really good teams. Really good teams. So there's a couple other pitchers, right? Okay. You got Derek Lowe. No. Freddie Garcia. No. Uh, Ted Lilly. No. Uh, John Garland, which is an interesting case. We'll get into that one in a second. No. And then uh, Darren Oliver. And, no. well, Rick Ankiel was technically a pitcher. No. But I think he actually wound up playing more Out time there. in the field, right? Yeah. Yeah, so here's my thing about Garland. Right? John and, Garland? Uh, yeah, yeah, John Garland. There's no way he's going to the Hall of Fame. I'm not saying that, he, I'm not saying that he's going to. I'm saying here's, here's, my, here's my take on it, right? So, I forget who he pitched for now. Now that I said it, I, well, I, I totally wrote he pitched for the White for. Sox. So he pitched for the White Sox right. and then finished out the his um finished out his career between like the Angels and Arizona, the Dodgers, everything else, right? Right. But Garland was he had one year where he was lights out. Okay. One year. And he won the World Series that year though. I mean, he was the moose for the White Sox at that point. Oh, 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 oh okay. That may be the case. But we're not talking about hey, you're a one one year phenom. Okay, but out of those guys there on that list, right, right, they're all pretty weak. Garland, right. I think, might be at the top. You can make the argument maybe Freddie Garcia did it longer, played for more teams, was maybe a little bit more of it. John Garland's the only one out of the list of those pitchers, and I know there's some Boston fans that are going to hate the fact that I'm saying Derek Lowe is is probably no. not as good as John Garland, but you know, Darren Oliver's got no chance, right, right, right. Uh, Freddie Garcia bounced around, never really no. was super dominant. He had some good years in Seattle, right. Had a good year in Philly. I'm trying to think who else he pitched for, but um, no, he's not going. Yeah, and neither would Derek Lowe. No, I right, agree. so the only so out of the pitchers that are in for the first time, you're basically in the camp of Rivera, 
Mariana, Mariana Rivera and Roy Halliday are the only pitchers getting in. Correct. Of the first timers. Correct. Okay. So going to the, uh, going to the, uh, the field players. Mm-hmm. I'm going to rattle these off. Todd Helton. No. Lance Berkman. No. Miguel Tejada. Placido mm-hmm. Polanco. Uh, wait, wait. Tejada. We'll get into the debate in a second. Cause I can't believe you said no to some of these guys. Polanco, Kevin Euclid, Vernon Wells, uh, Travis Hafner, uh, Jason Bay, Michael Young. He's really low on this list. I thought he'd be higher. And Juan Pierre. I'm going to throw Rick Ankiel back in there, even though he ain't getting to the right. Hall of Fame, but the, he's the, on this the list. The only guy in there that I think you could possibly, possibly give consideration to is Tejada. I mean, I believe he was an MVP for the Oakland A's. He was. Right. He had some phenomenal years, both. And he's playing shortstop, and he was still putting up offensive numbers. He he's probably the only one of that list that I would say would get some consideration. The rest of them, no. You're crazy, man. Todd Helton bad three sixteen for his career. Oh, okay, but Todd couldn't play the field. Todd he played Todd. first base. He wasn't a DH. Okay, he played in Colorado. Right, he played in Colorado. He's probably the the oh. number one star in Colorado. Okay, so he's which the is crazy one to think star. about. And he hit 316 for his career. Great. Right. How did he play in the field? Was he a number one top defensive player in the field? No, he didn't win a lot of gold gloves, no. Right. So, again, if we're taking it on the basis of you, you need to bring the five tools. You, you do remember what the five tools are, right? Yeah, man. Go ahead. But you, you can you, you, enlighten you our tools, listeners. What are the right? five tools? So, so you can hit. You can hit for power. You can run. You can throw. And you can field. And you can field. Right. Okay. So Five, five tool player. I would think that that if you're saying Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame, and, and we're going one to ten scale, all right, like Willie Mays, you're going to say ten for all five of those things. Yes. Okay. Ken Griffey Jr., you're going to say ten for all five of those things. Yes. Okay. Todd Helton, you're going to go great hitter. So hit for average, I, I I'll say ten. Right. Hit for power, I'm going to say maybe seven. Okay, because the ball left. Few times, yeah, a few times, right? Few times. Okay, throwing. He's a first baseman, so he's not throwing a lot, right? Right. right. Okay, running the bases. I don't think he had a lot of steals. All right. Nope. And now I'm going fielding. Okay, let's say he won some Gold Gloves at first base. I don't know if he did, but let's say he did. I, I'm going there's some categories in there. He's not getting a ten. He may get a six or a seven. A couple of cases maybe an eight, but he ain't getting a ten. Yeah, I mean, looking at this class, the more I look at it, man, I, I agree with you. I Oh, look at that. I, I, I'm, guy, I'm looking at the stats now. It's, this field, I know. I, I hate that. I hate you win these things. But uh, there's nobody on here that screams off the page from an offensive standpoint. I'm talking field where, field player. And where is Dick Allen, otherwise known as Richie Allen? Well, you can start the hype to get Dick Allen in. I'm sure He's the veterans kitty can You, can you go compare with it. his stats right? to, to their stats. I, you know what? I'm going to pull yeah, up. Look it I'm up. Pull look up. it up. I'm going to pull him up. What I would say is this offensive class is extremely weak, right? There's nobody on this uh, Hall of Fame ballot from a offensive standpoint that jumps out at you. There's no Griffey. There's no Derek Jeter. There's um, no Alex Rodriguez. Nobody with 500-some home runs. Nobody with, you know, uh, close to a 350 batting average or anything like that. And so there's there's nobody on here that, that really screams 
first ballot Hall of Famer from an offensive standpoint. If you put any of these guys in first ballot offensively, then you have to start talking about bringing in some of the other guys that have been on there a couple times. You got to start thinking about bringing in Gary Sheffield. You got to start thinking about bringing in Scott Rowland. You got to definitely start bringing in uh, the conversation of Larry Walker, right? Th- uh, those Wal- guys Wal- are way ahead of the offensive players from the, that are on the ballot for the first time. Correct. Uh, Walker yeah. would be here. Now, now, now here's Allen. Okay, and remember when he played. He, 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 he made his debut, debut in 1963, okay, when they were playing in Connie Mack Stadium yes. where you would, have, you would hit a rocket to get it out of that place. It was like 400-some yard feet right. to get to Which the Which he did. Side, he right? put him over the freaking you know, outfield roof. Correct. Okay? Right. So his career batting average, 292. That's not bad. 351 home runs. Todd Helton had more. Eleven. He's playing in Colorado, right? The, the I'm just saying, man. Runs batted in eleven hundred nineteen. Okay. But he was a seven-time All-Star. He was the MVP of the American League in seventy-two. He was the National League Rookie of the Year in sixty-four. He led the American League in home runs in seventy-two and seventy-four. And in seventy-two, he led the the league in RBIs. Okay. okay, so you you're on the Dick Allen push for the Hall of Fame. Yes. Let me let me throw some numbers out to you. Okay. A person that's currently on the ballot yes. for the third time. Yes. Has 1800 RBIs. Okay. Has 555 home runs. Okay. And a career batting average of 312. Uh, and this you're tell me it's Todd Helton. No. Okay. It's Manny Ramirez. M- Manny would have to get consideration only because he was a great offensive player. Now, go back to where we were talking to five tools. Manny was an okay outfielder and okay base runner. That's where I would have problems with Manny. The question is, does he does his offense kind of push him over the top? He was so superior on the offensive end, does it push him over the top on the other end? Look, but, besides, but, but besides Man- Bonds, there's nobody close well, to Manny saying, Ramirez statistically uh, on the on right. the ballot. That's what I said. Nobody. You you would have to give Manny some some serious consideration, but you got to look at it as Manny, you're not a great outfielder. Okay, Manny, you're not a great base runner. He did play in the field though. He did. He, I think he played left field. Left field. Right? So you definitely give him consideration. Right. You might say his offensive prowess pushes him into the hall. You're not pushing him in there for his defense or his base running ability or his ability to throw. You're not doing that. So right. you're not talking like a Griffey who you just looked and went, what does he do that he doesn't do well? I but, agree. But but I agree. Manny should get some consideration. And compared to that other list you had, Manny's like light years ahead of that. I agree. I don't think there's anybody on the first ballot Hall of Fame from an offensive standpoint that's making the that's making the Hall. I think the only ones actually from a first ballot Hall of Fame that have a chance to make it uh, are probably Mariano Rivera and Holiday. Roy Halladay. Yeah. yeah, the doc. Yeah. I don't think Andy Pettit stands much of a chance. I think he'll get votes. I think eventually Pettit will get in. I think eventually That's Pettit will get in. That's because the New York sports records love him. Yes, I know, but... I, They'll put him in just, just because of that. Yeah. Right? Um, but looking at this list, it's it's time. Barry Bonds needs to be in. Um, you know, and you got to get Rivera in there. You got to get him in for close to 100%. So... That's the list of the current Hall of Famers. We went through it. And and shockingly, I agree Dick with you on most Allen. of them. No, so I, I don't Allen. agree with you on the Dick Allen one. I, I think my Manny Ramirez point right there just pretty much proves it. And Todd Helton has more home runs than Dick Allen. He played in Colorado. Okay. Oh, oh, you, okay you, should find, you should find some okay. advanced let, statistics let me, that show 
how many of Dick Allen's home run fly balls that were outs, right, or doubles or triples would have been out of a park in a current stadium? Are you kidding me? Okay, he put it over the roof at Cottyback Stadium. Okay, one he, time. Cecil, oh, Cecil no, Fielder, no, 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 no. Cecil he put Fielder. all the lights over there. Okay, so listen to me. Okay, okay. if he hits that same ball, yep. right, in Colorado, it's a moonshot all the way to the freaking moon, right? You're Cecil talking. Fielder hit it out of Tiger Stadium. Right. Um, trust me, I, I believe that Allen could have hit it out of there. Now, I maybe, watched Aaron Judge in the Home Run Derby hit one out of what? What's uh, Miami. He hit it out of Miami. I'm telling you. Not of the you, city, of the stadium. Go look up. Connie Mack Stadium. Okay. He put it over the lights. The I'll lights look, are on top it. of the roof. I'll look at it. Okay. I, I think it was, what was the guy's name? It Mike Torres was pitching for the St. Louis Cardinals. Okay. Okay. And, and and this is like in the beginning of his career. He threw in the 90s. I mean, Never he heard of the guy, but go ahead. He basically said, here it is. Try to hit it. Like okay. Chapman. Yeah. Like a Robbins like, Chapman. Correct. He's throwing nothing but gas. Right. And he's a right-hander. Okay. Right. Okay. Allen had had a horrific day at the plate. I don't think he got a foul ball, struck out four times, whatever it was. The Phils are losing nine to five. The bases are loaded. Actually, it must have been nine to six. Bases are loaded. They only have one more out. The game's over. And this is a team that stunk. Okay, they, okay. they stunk. Allen came up to the plate, and they're all going, this is a joke. He's already struck out like three or four times. Right. This kid's thrown in the 90s. First pitch, Allen with his 40-ounce bat – Put it over the freaking center field wall. Kurt Flood was like, I'm going to play it off the wall, right? He put it over the center field wall. The wall was 430. The fence was 435. The wall was beyond the fence, okay? okay. And it was probably 15, 20 feet in the air. All right. Allen went, bye, game over. I'm now going to the racetrack, right? So, so what you just described to me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to put it in today's terms. Yeah. Is Chris Davis from the, from the O's. So strike out four times. If the ball hits his bat, he's going to hit a massive home run. Hold on. Or Pat Burrell, since you're going Phillies, oh, Pat, Pat Burrell, Burrell oh, yeah. who could strike out four times. Then they bring in Armando Benitez to throw him like a 98-mile-an-hour fa- fastball, which is the dumbest thing you could do right. Pat, against right. Pat Burrell. Right. And then he hits a moonshot. Okay, but, right? but, but listen to me. He was one. F- you're saying Dick Allen, who should be in the Hall of Fame, right. was one for five that day. Yeah. One for five. Right. Hit and because he hit the run. ball. Right. But because he hit the ball one time. Hey, he was distracted that day. Oh but look at the body of work. Look right? at the body of work. Okay. He's the most valuable player of the American League 1972. Leads the league in home runs and RBIs. Okay. Okay. Triple crown. Oh, no. No, no. no, no that's two, crown. Of the, two, two of the three. Two of the three. three. Right, okay. Three. Okay. So, I, 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 and he played third base. He played left field. And he played first base. And he, he played him well. I'm assuming he played him well because you're talking about five-two players. He was a good third baseman. Okay. He was a decent left fielder. Couldn't throw because he had cut his wrist, and that's why he wound up on first base. He was a really good defensive first baseman. Right. Right. And he could run. He was a great base runner. Okay. Right. So I'm sitting there going like, "Hey, listen, think about it." And this is in the era where they threw at you. We're gonna have to start a uh, get get Dick Allen into the Hall of Fame on uh, on our Twitter. By the way, you can reach us on Twitter and Instagram um, at Sport Feud. And uh, we'll respond to you guys on Twitter and Instagram as well. And you'll be so, able to tell which one is giving you the response. We'll have insane that'll be coming from him, and you'll have reality insane from me. Really? Yeah. Well, you're, you're, Dick you're, Allen. I, we just okay. I, I've been giving you good names, by the way. Dick you have Allen. been. Those are those are excellent right. names. So, current players. Yeah, current players. Um, 
And I'm not throwing Derek Jeter in the current. He comes up in a couple of years. I expect Derek Jeter to not get any votes from anybody in Boston. He'll probably be the 100% guy. He should be. He'll probably he should be the 100%. 100%. Yeah. However, people that are playing today, in yes. today's game, is yes. there anybody out there, in your opinion, that is a Hall of Famer? That's currently playing? Currently playing. So, I mean, you can count pool holes. Ichiro supposedly is going to start the season with the Mariners. So, he's he's back in there. Um, you look at Harper, you look at Machado, you look at Chris Bryant, Anthony Rizzo. Um, you look at none you know, of those guys. None of none of them. No. So you said the no, John Carlo Stanton with the Yankees. No, Aaron Judge. No, no, they're not Hall of Fame players. Clayton they're, Kershaw. No. Uh, Steven Strasburg. No. So you're saying nobody currently playing t- today is, is in the Hall of Fame category? Oh wow. That's a that's a bold statement. Okay, uh, there's a few guys in there that are that are certainly worthy of the, uh, the only the are next on guy, the path. Uh, the the guy the next guy that's going to retire yeah that will get consideration is Verlander from from the Astros for what he for did sure the, for, for sure for what he did with the Tigers and what he did with Houston he should he'll, be in he'll he'll be the next guy that I would say will get on a ballot but but. Some of the other guys, you're out of your mind. You're, you're, you're over there having a fantasy of your own. I'm not. I think there's definitely guys that are in there that could be Hall of Famers. I agree with you on Verlander. I, I think fantasy. he's great. What about what about Miguel Cabrera from uh, from the uh, Tigers right now? He can hit. That's it. That's it. I I think he was close to winning the Triple Crown, uh, and he plays first base for them. He can hit. God bless you, by the way. Thank you. Um, it's a four-degree temperature outside. That, negative that, four. It, negative four. It's cold. Neg- negative four. It's, it's cold. cold. Right. Yeah, this I is, feel this like is, I'm back in Iowa. This is dedicated to uh, to the pod to be recording in these temperatures. Um, I, I really believe that Machado and Harper could be on the path to get to the Hall of Fame at some point. No they, way. Guess what? They have to continue to – oh, I believe that they truly are on the path. They have to continue it and maintain it, but they can certainly get there. And on top of that, because it just popped into my brain, I can't even believe you didn't even think of this, Mike Trout. Mike Trout will absolutely be a Hall of Famer. He only gets to the Hall of Fame oh, if, he re- if he returns to where he should be in the first place. Well, they didn't draft him. He got drafted by the Angels. That, I understand that. So he's got to get out of that contract, figure out how to get to the other contract. So, his, so he's, he's a Hall of Famer if he plays for the Phillies. Anybody that plays for the Phillies is given <laughs> immediate consideration for the Hall of Fame. All right. Uh, Orlando Herrera, or uh, what is uh, Asdrubal Herrera, the play center field yeah, for the problem uh, with Phillies. balls two feet over his head, he's swinging, swinging at him, right? Yeah, but he'll be gone. They're going to trade him in the offseason. Yeah. By the way, Gary Maddox, another great center fielder, should be given consideration. If if you're going to throw in some of the names that they're on that list, right? Gary Maddox should be on the list. He's a great center fielder, and he could hit. Now, did he hit for a lot of power? No. But he was a good, consistent hitter, and he could go get a ball in the outfield. He I give, still can't from believe, a defensive perspective, right? He he could get a ball as well as Ken Griffey. That's bold. No, he could go so get a bold. ball. Now he can't throw like Ken Griffey. Ken Griffey had a rocket. Maddox didn't have a rocket, but in order getting balls in the gap, getting balls over your head, Maddox was good. Dude, how many over the head catches did Griffey have? I don't know. What he broke his him. wrist catching a ball in the wall. He caught the ball. Right. And broke his hand. I'm telling you, Maddox was just as good. Oh, I disagree. 
I also disagree that you don't think there's more than Mike Trout and Justin Verlander that's currently playing that could be Hall of Famers. I think the the Molina uh, catcher out in St. Louis, Yadier no. Molina, no. could be a Hall of Famer. No. As a catcher, he is great no. defensively. No. Oh, right. He's a great defensive catcher. And he catcher, hits but really he... well. Okay. Is he as well as Piazza? He's made a lot of – well, okay. Is, Piazza is, he, is probably is the Gary best Carter? hitting catcher Gary Carter. of all time. Gary Carter. Okay. Who's in the Hall of Fame? I wouldn't put Bo him Bo in Bo the Bo same. I wouldn't put Bo him Bo at the same level as Piazza. Who? Gary Carter. They're I would not. In, they're both in the Hall of Fame. I agree, but I think Piazza was a better hitter. I oh, think no, Carter no, no, was no, much no. closer to Molina. No, 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 no. Carter could hit. Carter could hit. Carter could put that team on its back in his heyday and carry now. Piazza carried the New York Mets to the World Series. Okay, Carter carried the Montreal Expos when they were a joke. All right. So again. Gary Carter deserves being a Hall of Fame. You and could Molina, make the same argument, by the way. Molina is not in the same league. You could make that argument about carrying the Expos to Larry Walker. Yes, I agree. I, if the I strike said, season hadn't happened in, uh, what was that, 91? Right. Right? The right. Expos had the best record in baseball at that time. I'm, I'm telling you, I would give Larry Walker strong consideration. I said that to me. Okay. See, this is what I'm talking about. You don't even listen when I'm over here well, talking no, to you, right? Well, no, but your I'm points, Gary the- Carter, no. Like, I can't believe you look at the rosters of Major League Baseball. So, basically, what you're telling me is that the quality of, of, of baseball – that Major League Baseball is giving people right now is lower than it was, say, five to ten years ago when you I had agree. players like Derek Jeter and Alex Rodriguez and, yes. and Griffey. Really? Right. Do, do you see some of the plays they make? Okay. They don't know where to throw the ball. They don't know what base to, to, to run to. Some teams. I don't think – not. I wouldn't say all the teams are that way. I, I'm just saying that the, you, in general, the quality of baseball has gone down. Now, some of it is they're not trained properly. Right. Some of it is – there's too much emphasis on home run derby. Okay. A long it, ball. Everybody fell in love with the long ball. The freaking umpires they have to get back to a real strike zone. In which case, now you're going to see guys who pitch instead of just throw. All right. So there's well, a lot of things that they could correct that they're not focused on. All right. Well, we can continue this bait for forever, but we're gonna we're gonna stop it there. Again, if you guys want to tell us who you believe should be in the Hall of Fame or not, please reach out to us on um, Twitter and Instagram. Again, it's just at SportFeud. You can reach us there. You can tell Pop that he's crazy for some of his stances or or share in his belief that Dick Allen should be in the Hall of Fame. Dick Allen. Right? Dick Allen. Dick Allen. We got a lot of good topics coming up on future pods. Uh, we'll talk about uh, the, the conversation about who the greatest basketball player is of all time. I believe Pop believes it should be Dave Bing. Not the, no, um, not the greatest. <laughs> Dave Bing should be given his due. His due? And given That's his consider, consideration as being one of the best all-time basketball Well, players. we'll get into that on one of our future pods. And we'll also talk about uh, end of season grades for the NFL teams. All coming up on the Sports Feud on future pods. Um, thanks for tuning in. And we'll uh, see you guys soon. <laughs>